Welcome to Alley Talks, where we sit down with thought leaders to bring you medical product solutions that are leading industry trends, driving best practices, and delivering efficiencies for healthcare professionals everywhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. And joining me is Sandy Grafton. She is the speech product manager for Alimed. Sandy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Absolutely. So today we are talking about the products that Alimed provides for speech language pathologists. And these products are all very carefully considered and vetted before they ever find their way onto the Alimed website. And so, uh, Sandy, let's just start off by talking about the process that you put these products through before they're selected. You said that you want to make sure that you're choosing the, the best of the best products. How do you how do you make sure that these products are, in fact, the best? Okay, well, first of all, we do solicit product uh, from authors and from vendors. Uh, and we also ask for suggestions from speech therapists about what their needs are. So needs the first thing. Uh, once a product has been uh, forwarded to us for consideration, um, we check the possibilities of there being a product out there that maybe the person has overlooked. So we check the marketplace for availability to see if there's anything, you know, competition or anything close or anything that exactly covers that. Uh, once we determine that this is a possible product for our line, um, I review it for all of those marketing and production kinds of things. And then I have speech language pathologists review it for content and reliability. Once we have done all of those things, then I negotiate with the vendor or the author uh, or all the details about what it takes to get it into our product line, pricing, um, formats, those kinds of things. When that's all done and I say, yeah, yeah, this is a product we really need, then I send it on to Alimid Management for them to look it over in terms of all of those things that fit the criteria for the uh, company itself. Uh, a lot of it deals with uh, warehousing, pricing, those kinds of things. Once upper management um, agrees that this is a product we can, yes, definitely add to our line, um, it is given a product number and we um, put it in the product line. So that's a pretty rigorous um I guess, examination period that these products go through. How much experience do you have in this field of speech pathology? And uh, and when did you first get started? Well, uh, I started out with special education publishing many, many years ago. Uh, but for the last 25 years, I've been dealing just with speech language products. So I've worked for two or three companies that that was their main focus. So I have a lot of speech pathologists in the field that I consider sources and friends uh, and uh, kind of have a pretty good uh, feeling for what the speech language market is all about, uh, how it functions and uh, the products that, that are needed and how they're purchased and those kinds of things. 
That's a great point that you bring up, and I, I kind of want to focus on it uh, for just a quick second. Um, just maintaining those relationships with uh, speech pathologists just so that you have a good idea of what their needs are and what they are asking for on a regular basis. That seems like an important aspect of what you do. How important is it to, to maintain those relationships and foster them and to understand the needs of, of what speech-language speech pathologists really need? Oh, absolutely. Probably the most important thing I do. Uh, I spend a lot of time at the National uh, Speech Hearing uh, Association conference once a year, where people, 13,000 speech pathologists come into this convention. Not all of them stop by our booth, but I do form relationships with uh, the people, talk to them a lot, ask them, usually have survey questions that I, I want to ask them. And uh, many of them uh, agree to help me, you know, in the year uh, between conventions to preview uh, and review products or to look at our catalog and give me insight on, uh, well, this should be in this product line or this category. Uh, so it, it's really important. And I think that face-to-face meeting with them during the ASHA convention is probably essential. I mean, we each have a face for each other, and, and that works out to be to a great advantage for Alley Men. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that's a, a fantastic way of doing things because so much of of uh, our communication nowadays is done digitally. Obviously, we're, we're recording a podcast right now, which is a right. digital form of communication, but also there's uh, a lot of value in face-to-face communication and in just understanding um, who a person is and, and where they've come from and, and having that, that face to put with a name, I suppose. Right. Of course, the technology helps me keep in touch with them you know, throughout the year. So I keep... Uh, email lists of those people. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when you look at the overall product offerings over the last several years, how have you seen um, products changing or evolving in the world of speech-language pathology? Yes, I think the evolution comes from the need. We now have uh, more clients for speech pathologists because people are realizing that uh the the speech pathologist can help with a lot of different conditions that we hadn't thought of before. The increase in brain injury, uh, the increase in dementia clients has uh, propelled us to uh, do more products for those uh, particular clients. Technology, of course, has taken over too. Uh, We see not only the communication thing for the uh, augmentative and alternative communications to help people who can't talk anymore be able to communicate, uh, and the the rise of things like um, products that are online. We have a lot of companies who are now putting their products online so speech pathologists can access them. Instead of carrying around four or five boxes of flashcards, they can now go to an app and see those flashcards on their phone or their iPad and take them to clients that way. So you're really seeing um, maybe a rise in uh, condition-specific um, materials, is that right, and, and products? So how how do you stay on top of that? Is it is it constant communication just with the uh, speech-language pathologists that you talk to on a regular basis just to understand that there is a higher demand for certain products than maybe there has been in the past? Yes, that, but the the research also, we we do read journals and uh, follow the research online a lot 
to get statistics so that we see, and even, you know, the the uh, media points out, you know, the number of increasing clients with dementia or the increased number of brain injury, which are the two ones we've noticed in the last few years increasing. So uh, it's it's more research, but sometimes things like when we go to the VA hospitals, for example, we'll see uh, an increase in the number of patients that are obviously coming in with brain injury in the last 10 years. So uh, we do those kinds of things, not just with the people, but with research. Uh, universities uh, let us know what research is going on and, and uh, what products can be developed from that. Is it important for you and for Alima to remain um, very nimble in, in how you're able to uh, adjust to trends? I know with maybe some other, uh, when I think of larger operations, maybe it's harder to to adjust strategy to what current trends are and to recognize that research and recognize, um, oh, okay, we have more dementia patients than we have in the past. Let's make sure that we have more products offered. That seems like that shows a certain amount of um, ability to be nimble in the marketplace. Is that an important value for you? Absolutely. And I think Alimeds is able to do that because we're not a publisher. We are uh, looking to those people who are, have the research behind them uh, to actually publish the product or at least get the product to the point where it can be developed into a commercial product. So yes, we do have a great deal of flexibility since we aren't tied down with all of the uh, ins and outs of actually uh, producing that. We do produce our own proprietary products, but they're the ones that our facilities and our expertise are already in. Um, things that like the products that uh, speech pathologists have been sort of do-it-yourself kinds of things. Um, and we can produce those when they bring the idea to us. So those are the kinds of things uh, that we do have a great deal of flexibility. So it sounds to me like uh, what some of the trends that you've mentioned, be it dementia or e even you know brain injury and recovering from that, that the demand maybe for adult speech language rehab materials is is maybe higher than it's been in the past. Would would you say that that's the case? Yes, I think so too. I think I think people are becoming more aware of what a speech pathologist can do for clients and patients uh, that we hadn't thought of before. So the demand in the clinical area is is greater on the speech pathologist now. Absolutely. And have you have you found that there are other products or other um, maybe uh, segments of the of the product line that are in higher demand potentially than maybe they've been in the past? Well, the dysphagia or the swallowing products are always in demand and people are always looking for more products in that area, because now we're finding that a lot more of the conditions that uh, clients or patients have, uh, have the dysphagia element in it. So it's also the area that uh, people were doing it themselves to cover the areas that they needed in dysphagia. So that's always a growing market. 
Do you have a uh, maybe a formalized way that people give you feedback on some of the products, or is it more of just a case by case basis where um, when a uh, when a when a pathologist uh, uses a product, they'll give you some feedback and say, "Hey, this worked really well," or maybe this one wasn't a- as good as as previous ones, or, or something like that. Is there a way for for pathologists to to give feedback to you specifically so that you have a better idea of what's working? Yes, we advertise both in our catalog and on the website for people to give feedback. And we have a direct URL for the information to come to me to say, you know, this product really didn't work. Of course, the marketing itself, you know, if a product's selling well, then we know it's in high demand. Uh, If not, uh, we have to look at it again. But uh, the direct line, both online and in the catalog, gives speech pathologists a way to to talk to us. Do you feel like what you're doing at Alimed really allows... Uh, speech-language pathologists to do their job more effectively. I know that um, just in our conversations before the podcast, the, the, there used to be a lot of uh, DIY when it came to uh, to product development and stuff like that by by uh, the speech-language pathologists. And so you've really come in and maybe heightened to uh, or brought a heightened level of uh, of product offering. Uh, do, do you feel like you're able to uh, help them do their jobs better? Yes, a couple of things. One, uh, I think we saved them time because we're probably one of the few catalogs that have products in every category. Most other vendors, you know, sell assessments. That's their main focus or they sell only equipment. Uh, What we do is we try to pick out the best in each of those categories. So the Alimed website and catalog save speech pathologists a lot of time looking through all of these kinds of things to find a product that they want. Our website is, we're continually revising it so that it makes it easier for people to find the products that they're looking for. And thirdly, yeah, the DIY. We have several proprietary products that came directly from speech pathologists saying, you know, if I need thermal uh, stimulation for my swallowing clients. I have to put ice in the finger of a rubber glove, you know, and use it. And the water drips out, it melts. And that led us to um, develop what we call the ice finger, which is a freezable gel that will last the entire session, can be reused over and over. So those kinds of things have really uh help this the the pathologist a lot instead of having to spend time developing their own or cutting out a cup every time they need to have a nosy cup yeah and you know one of the things that just kind of struck me and i know that you mentioned this earlier but since you don't have any alimed branded products you aren't pushing a, a product because you're trying to um, you know, make money off of an Alimed branded product, you're pushing the products that, that you believe are actually best for the industry. So there's a certain level of trust, I think, that people are able to have when they come to your catalog and come to your website. They're able to say, Alimed is putting forward the best products, not just their own, if that makes sense. Yeah, right. We do, as I said, we do have a few of those proprietary products that uh, come from DIY and and uh, some things that we have taken from other companies. But yeah, I, I, I feel very comfortable saying that we do give them the best of the best. 
And it, we mentioned earlier just um, with the products that are offered for dementia patients and things like that, we obviously have uh, maybe an aging baby boomer generation. So it stands to reason that these products will only continue to, to grow in popularity. Do you continue to see more growth in, in that area? Yes, yes. And and the number of speech pathologists that uh, are increasing, and they have a 3 to 5% increase in the number of speech pathologists that uh, come into the profession every year. So that's a normal growth. But I think also the fact that, you know, the baby boomers are coming in and experiencing things like stroke or heart or dementia. And I think those people are much more aware, whether it's the media or just their own education, they're much more aware of all of the opportunities that they have to to correct the things that uh, a certain condition is causing them problems. So I think we're. I think I think this population is going to get uh, more involved all the time with their own conditions. Yeah, ab- absolutely, uh, Sandy. If people want to learn more about the catalog or they're interested, where can people go to find uh, more information on what you're doing at Alimed in the speech language pathology realm? Well, probably uh, go to the Alimed website, which is really simple. It's called alimed.com, and then if you slash speech, and you'll go directly to the speech language. You know Alimed is a uh, uh, durable medical uh, vendor, and so we have lots of other products, you know, for clients. But alimed.com slash speech will take you directly to the speech language. Excellent. Well, this has been really, really informative, and I've enjoyed getting a chance to talk to you just about the market for these products and uh, the rigorous testing that you put them through to make sure that Alimed always has the best for speech-language pathologists. Sandy Grafton, the speech product manager for Alimed, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tyler.